Welcome to Dr. Me First. I'm your colleague in medicine and coach in life, Dr. Erin Wiseman. This podcast is all about learning to take care of yourself, your life, and your practice. Are you ready? Let's go. to one that is joy-filled, sustainable, and that you absolutely freaking love. Are you ready for today's episode? Well, I absolutely am. Today, I am sharing a conversation with Dr. Anna Kabeka. She is a DO, she's an OBGYN, and she is a freaking amazing author. She has written the book, The Hormone Fix, and actually, that's going to be the words that we're talking about today. So, If you can't tell already, I'm super excited about it. I love everything that she's doing. I love this conversation that we have, and I'm so elated to share it with you. All right, get into the conversation, and then stick around afterwards for that kick of encouragement. Here we go. Dr. Anna Kabeka. Thank you so much for coming and joining us today. It's great to be here with you. Awesome. Well, tell the audience all about yourself and the amazingness that you're doing in the world. Uh, Thank you. Well, you know, I am a classically trained obstetrician and gynecologist, but I went to an osteopathic medical school and I did my residency in OBGYN at Emory University in Atlanta. And then I was a National Health Service Corps scholar. So I came, which was such a blessing, right, to have medical school paid for. And then I came to Southeast Georgia to do my uh, payback in service um, after residency. And so I'm in Southeast Georgia. I said I could live anywhere for three years, and I've been here for 20 years. And I am raising my family here as a single mom and had a clinical practice as a solo OBGYN for uh, many years and I retired that in in 2015 and to do online coaching and um, and to experience some more of my family (laughs) absolutely because we realize there's more than just outside the delivery room eventually most of us so that's great that's great And so your word phrase for today is the hormone fix. And it's been really intriguing to me because actually when guests sign up for me, I do a really hard job to like not go like Facebook stalk you because I, after I got your word, I'm like, Ooh, I really want to know about this, but I try to hold all of my excitement in for our conversation. So tell me why you picked the hormone fix and what you're doing with that, because I bet you're doing some pretty amazing work with it. Yeah, yeah. So The Hormone Fix is actually the title for my book, The Hormone Fix, Burn Fat Naturally, Boost Energy, Stop Hot Flashes, Sleep Better, The Keto Green Way. So it is number one in Amazon and menopause, women's health, and has been holding the charts there for three months. It made USA Today bestsellers list. And what I think is really important to share is just, you know, the realization that it takes more than hormones to fix our hormones. And, and that's what I want to really focus on. I want to re-empower the individual to be part of their you know, solution, right? The primary driving part of the solution to have hormonal balance, which is you know, as obstetrician gynecologists, as you know, with any physician, when working with patients, that hormone imbalance issue is 
um, devastating and can last for decades. You know, I have been in practice for 30 years. So it, um, it really does, you see that change, you see that shift in time. And until we can really empower the individual, we um, often, often just are struggling alongside of them for many, many years. So I'm a family medicine doctor by training and perimenopause and menopause is so difficult for me. I'm a young physician. I had hot flashes when I was in preg- when I was pregnant, but I haven't quite got to that phase. So like personally, I, I feel like I, I can't empathize as much. I can sympathize, but not empathize as much. And I know that if you stick to the very traditional path of the management of perimenopause and menopause, at least how I was taught in training, it's not great medicines. And so with this podcast, we've kind of been going to the fringes anyway, and it's been really fun to do it with physician colleagues to hear what people are kind of doing off the beaten path. So tell me a little bit more about how you're empowering um, patients beyond just pills to come up with their symptoms. Yeah. And, and this has been really eye opening for me. I mean, Erin, I completely relate to you. I mean, I've, I've been in the practice as a young physician, Emory trained, right? So like ivory tower trained the Grady hospital, Atlanta. I mean, we had, you know, we, it was massive triage, right? It was just nonstop between labor delivery, the emergency room. I mean, insane, right? And so it, coming into private practice, it was really humbling. It's humbling when a patient comes in and they bring you a bag of their hair because they're so devastated that they're losing hair, right? It's, it's you know, it, it's a conundrum when a patient comes in and they say, you know, Dr. Anna, I'm gaining 5, 10, 20 pounds and I'm not doing anything different, right? And I'm like, well, you know, are you sure you're not doing anything different? Really, you're not doing anything different, right? And, and so being able to have experienced my own journey, through early menopause at age 38 with infertility at age 38, being told I would never be able to conceive another child and, and that I was in early menopause, you know, that was devastating. And, you know, that took me on this healing, humbling, very humbling healing journey to um, resolve some of my own issues. And so what happened is that um, I was able to reverse menopause at 38, conceive and deliver a healthy baby at age 41, and um, go on another 10 years till another um, transition of menopause hit me again at age 48, right? I mean, I experienced what everyone else was experiencing, that 5, 10, 20 pounds and not doing anything different. I had terrible hair loss, right? But my thyroid was really optimal, not even normal. I mean, optimal. And, um, and to recognize the effect that stress has on your body as well as other things like, okay, well, you know, what else is going on? Yes, I can use some hormonal support here, but what's causing this and how can I empower my body? I mean, menopause is mandatory, but suffering is optional. What we don't recognize is that early menopause, these early menopause can be stress-induced, toxin-induced. The infertility issues we're seeing, the low testosterone levels in women and men, you know, toxin-induced, you know, what else stress-induced, what else is going on, right? And so that really, you know, was part of my, honestly, you know, this healing journey that I've taken, this, again, very humbling, humbling journey um, in, in discovering the um, underlying causes that I talk about in my book, The Hormone Fix, and 
as a gynecologist, you know, I want to say it's all about estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, and even DHEA. But in all honesty, it, it gets down to those root master hormones of cortisol and insulin, and then oxytocin, bringing that love, passion. We were talking about joy earlier, what brings the joy, right? Um, and so, you know, joy is oxytocin, right? So what brings that? If we're stressed, if we have high cortisol, our reproductive hormones are depleted as well as cortisol, as well as oxytocin. So we are, um, you know, we feel less happy. We feel less love and connected. We feel burnt out and stressed. And, um, and that's physiology. That's where we got to say, hey, okay, well, I need to pour into myself before I can pour out into another person. And um, yeah. Yeah, that's wonderful. You know, and to me, a personal story is so powerful. We all have stories that we need to tell and, and that have, I don't feel like we put enough emphasis sometimes as medical practitioners into the story. And it's so beautiful to hear about your own. And in addition to that, how have you wrapped um, so it sounds like you're doing um, some like functional medicine type management as far as with this. Did you do any um, specific courses or was it more self-derived and directed? Well, uh, definitely both. Early, um, early 2000, 2002, 2004, I started doing um, functional medicine the applying functional medicine and clinical practice courses and bioidentical hormone courses. And as early as 2000, 2002, I studied under Neil Rosier, went to the age management medicine group, did um, anti-aging, really dug into every hormone class and modules that were out there from um, educational seminars held by PCCA, held by Labrix, Dr. John Lee Institute. I'm a serious, I was a researcher for the U.S. Navy before medical school, published my first research in, at age 21 in um, for the U.S. Navy, and I am a serious researcher. I love to look at the research. And so, I, you know, I just dug into what's true and what's not true. I participated in the HERS trial analysis. So when Women's Health Initiative came out in Florida in 2002, I mean, that was like, well, really, what does the research say? And that's where you gain that perspective. And so many times we hear this blown out of proportion scenario in the news media, just very much like the Women's Health Initiative um, slung across the nation, creating fear and, you know, you know what? Hundreds of thousands of women just cold and abruptly stopping all their hormone cold therapy. Cold turkey, their hormone. Yes, yes, yes. And that was just—I mean, that really did. I mean, that was devastating. It was unnecessary, and it was seriously an epidemic. And so, we really have to be responsible. And that's something I'd love to look at. What is the research really saying? What's the you know, what's the best way that we can train, you know, help our patients, right? Help our patients heal their body. And there's interesting aspects, Aaron. We just, there's so much we don't know, right? So for one of the things that I lecture on, and I'll share some of those um, um, lectures, but is, is this the, the change in need for fuel in this period of neurologic vulnerability, like you're mentioning, this perimenopause, menopause time period, that's a period of neurologic, neuroendocrine vulnerability, and we have to get it right. And so that's why I talk about the keto green way. We've got to shift from using glucose for fuel for our brain 
to ketones, at least periodically, and really get into that state as much as possible. By design, I really believe that's a more enhanced state of living for us. And from there, we have willpower. We have, you know, a sense of peace, calm, you know, we really help empower those master hormones of insulin and cortisol. And, you know, where instead what's happening, our clients are getting birth control pills, are getting anxiety meds, and are getting sleep meds, you know, benzos. And we know that the combination can increase our risk of Alzheimer's disease and dementia. So what are we doing during this period of neurologic vulnerability as standard you know, as our standard of care model, you know, we are creating more disease and illness down the road. This Band-Aid type of medicine can no longer happen, can no longer happen because it's happening to women as <laughs> unnecessarily. And we're filling up nursing homes. We're filling up, you know, brain health centers. And, um, and the stories go untold, right? And like you said, too, I love that quote earlier that, you know, that menopause is a mandate, but suffering is not. And so I I think that we really are on the cusp of of these ideas that were used to be like woo woo and and you were on the fringe and you were not um, conventional medicine. I think, like you said, we don't know what we don't know, but I feel like there's a wave surging of, hey, we haven't done women's studies very well at all. That's been proven. And women are different and we need to start handling things differently. And I love that you are a trailblazer on this and that you're speaking out about it. So speaking to the physicians in the audience right now who are listening, who are like, holy shit, I'm losing my hair. You know, I've got that little extra weight around the middle. I don't think it's menopause. Maybe it's stress. Maybe it's all of that. What would you recommend to our colleagues and myself as I'm speaking exactly about myself (laughs) coming from your perspective, colleague to colleague? Yeah. You know, first thing is you have to pour into yourself. I say there's four steps, you know, like four steps, like what helped me pull myself out of it. Right. Because it's this, you know, this, I was falling, falling heavy and hard. And I really believe it's this age frame 35 to 55 and and we're in our peak practice years. Right. So it's shifting how the wants to the needs or the musts, right? It's like, what do we need to prioritize? And this is the four steps. I I like clients, I tell you to write this down. These are the four steps I took. I paused and, you know, really had to evaluate. I just had to stop. I had to jump off the hamster wheel for a bit, right? Just had to recognize, pause, take some time, fast, you know, like get a, a retreat center, just pause. And then the second is pray. Listen to that still small voice. You know, you are inherently intelligent. You are inherently wise. You have been gifted with extreme amounts of gifts to serve and help and love on others, right? So we have to listen in, okay, what this calling that, you know, I have, this true desire, this still small voice that's been nagging at me, listen to it and just journal, right? And the third is, is, is to prioritize, prioritize what is the most important thing. And for me, it was recognizing, you know, God and family first and something I've always told my patients delivering, you know, thousands of babies. I told their, I told the, my patients, I would say, you will never regret the time you spend home with your child. 
you know, you will never regret that time you spent home with your child. So, you know, with my fourth child and when she was six, so after 26 years of raising children, I finally um, stayed home with my child. But, um, it, you know, I redefined what my practice of medicine looks like. And that was listening, listening to the still small voice at this time of my life. And, you know, and writing that book that was in me burning to get out. So listen to that still small voice and whatever it is for you, right? And then pour, pour into yourself and then pour out into the others, into others. So pour into yourself and then pour out. You cannot give from an empty cup. And, and so important to understand that resentment is lack of self-care, whether it's personal resentment, work, you know, your profession, your spouse, resentment is lack of self-care. So we have to pour into ourselves and then we're able to pour out and we come from this holier place. I'm telling you this more grounded place. And I recognize it now because, you know, I've, I've run that hamster wheel and that is something that I started working when I was 13 years old. So I know how to work, right? That's where I get my accomplishments from, right? At whatever I am, triple board certified and this, that, and the other. So like, you know, I know how to work, but it's, hard for me to pause. It's hard for me to pour into myself, right? And I recognize now that when I start, you know, just the early signs and symptoms, like I am, you know, like leg on that hamster wheel and I'm stressing myself out physiologically, I um, have to take that time away. I just have to say, okay, you know, I'm clearing my schedule. I'm retreating because what's really important is already with me. Right, like the most important things in my life are already with me. So, so it's it's to pause, pray, prioritize, and then pour. And that's what I want every one of you beautiful physicians to heal because you have gifts beyond gifts, right? And there's time. There is no, we have no shortage of time. And like, come to age fifty, what we could live a hundred years. And I always say, there's no retirement in the Bible. Like, you know, we love what we do. There is a season for everything, right? And understanding when we are in tune with what our calling is, what our one of our many purposes are at this moment, we really kind of hit that jet stream. We hit that good. We hit that good place, and then we're good physically, mentally, spiritually, relationally. And that magnetizes healthy, you know, really healthy things to you and people to you. And I joke when I lecture, I was lecturing to a group of physicians in Miami recently. And I'm like, you know, when I was 48 and hitting the second menopause and I had brain fog, I was making really bad decisions. Oh, yeah. I remember when I was engaged, you know, I was like, to that guy, I mean, great guy, not great for me, right? So we make some bad decisions. And I was almost near bankruptcy deciding like, okay, I've got to make this jump. But I didn't have the, the uh, I wasn't keto green at the time. I was just discovering it, Right. And so, you know, the brain fog, the neurologic vulnerability from PTSD and from stress and from being a single mom and from mold toxicity in the home, I mean, all these things. So I was near bankruptcy. So pulling myself out, right, to create the best relationships that I've had with my children and with others in my life, as well as now a multi-seven-figure business. So that inspires, you know, hundreds, if not millions of people around the world. That's, that's when you get to that place of your, you know, that sweet spot, that sweet spot. But we have to have that presence to, to be able to tap into that too. Well, and to hear it 
and to jump on that jet stream because so many times we're just caught up in the chaos tornado that it just passes you by. Well, we are of one heartbeat. Everything that you just said, I 100% feel validated in my own life coaching. It has been such an honor to sit and to talk with you today. If my listeners are feeling the exact same way, where can they go find out more about you, hang out with you? Of course, I'll have a link in the show notes to your book so they can directly buy it off of Amazon. But where do you hang out? Yeah, well, thank you. My website, dranna.com. So it's like drana, D-R-A-N-N-A.com. And I have a beautiful link. You know, you can go to my book page, which is dranna.com forward slash book. And definitely encourage you to read my book. It's something I want you, all your patients to read I mean, every single chapter. It's not just a diet book, 25% about what we eat, 75% about how we live and, and our hormones and, and stress. And of course, vaginal and sexual health. I got it all in there, y'all. So that's really good. And then I have a 10-day program called um, Breeze Through Menopause. And really, we have clients in there. 30, early 30s through 70s, 80s, taking it just because the, the program works and the word of, you know, it's just going viral, really. It's called, uh, it's at dranna.com forward slash breeze, B-R-E-E-Z-E. And so that's just, you know, t- it's free, 10 days, 10 little five, 10 minute videos a day. Uh, you take a hormone toxicity quiz to get in and uh, just shares, you know, kind of just helps give you some food, food plan, shopping list, menus, and good content based on, on science and clinical experience, which you all know is, is so critically important um, in managing our health and, and the health of others. So just always get in your best situation, your best state first. If it's not working for you, it's not going to work for someone else. Do what works. And so i you know, I love to provide these tools and natural solutions and definitely contact me, you know, contact me through my website. You know, anyone can contact me at Anna at DrAnnaCabeca.com. And, and also because, you know, always loving to help other physicians coming up in our space. You know, I know what it's like. I know what it's like to struggle and kind of hit a wall and say, hmm, it's so nice what you're doing, Erin, because we can look at, you know, you have created a, a safe space to, okay, well, let's just get another other ideas here among colleagues that really have walked in similar paths. Well, that's, that's what I love about Dr. Me First, essentially, is about like stepping back and saying, hold it we're going to take care of me first. And I think that these conversations that I've had with so many wonderful female colleagues, I think it's just inspiring hope for the woman who's out there and she's got this idea that she's rolled and rolled and rolled and she really wants to do it, but she's kind of stuck in fear or, you know, then to hear these stories of women like you who have blazed the trail ahead of time and been like, yeah, there's times the days suck. But let me tell you, if you stay in your flow, if you get on that jet stream, it will absolutely pay off for you. And so I just feel like you are a champion for all of us out there who are maybe a little bit behind you, but we are coming. And that's the other thing about this community. It's about together we rise. No more competition. No more trying to step on each other's heads and squish each other down. We know that together we can change the culture of medicine. So I am just so excited to have you as a guest and to now have you as a referral source and also as a friend. Thank you. Likewise.
Dr. Anna, thank you so much for coming and sharing your wealth of knowledge. I have to say, I have definitely cruised around your website, um, looking at all your resources. I'm just so energized to have a fellow colleague who's doing some amazing work in the world. So for this kick of encouragement, I couldn't think of anything better than to reuse Dr. Anna's words. I mean, those four steps were bomb. And so I'm just gonna re-emphasize them for a kick of encouragement today. So one, she talked about pausing, stopping, evaluating, really digging in on what's going on. You know, that's the absolute first step when I start coaching somebody. It's just to take a moment to breathe and not look at all the chaos on the surface, but to really dig down and say, what is really going on here? Because many times what we, we think like, oh, we don't have enough money. We don't have enough time. I've tried everything before. That's not really the problem. It's much deeper down. So first step, pause. Second step, pray. Listen to that still small voice. Journal. I think it's so important that we tune down the voices because there are so many that happen day to day and really start to listen to that person inside of us. Because you know what? Sometimes she gets a little squashed. She gets silenced. She gets pushed back to the very corner of the room when she needs to be the one that we talk to first. That essential self, that intuition. So step two, pray. Step three, prioritize. Figure out what's most important. What's the most important thing? What's the second most important thing? Because I don't know about you, but my priorities have definitely gotten screwed up in my life before. I would say uh, friends and family would be my number one priority. But if I actually looked at my life, that's not how I was prioritizing it. They were like fourth or fifth on the list for sure. So really getting true about what is most priority. Maybe it is impact. Maybe it is something else that is most important to you. But make sure that that's aligned in your life. So step three, prioritize. And step four, pour. Pour into yourself and then pour into others. Oh my gosh, this is the anthem of Dr. Me First. I mean, think about it. I love to use the analogy of a cup that you can't pour out anymore if there's nothing in it. You have to first fill yourself and that from the overflow is what should be flowing into other people. So pour, pour into yourself, friend, whatever that looks like, whatever that feels like, true joy and happiness is what I want you to have in your overflow. So again, those four steps, pause, pray, prioritize, and pour. Mm, Such good stuff. Well, I hope you are doing well today. Thank you so much for tuning in. This has been an amazing project, and I just have to thank Jen Eads for always being so helpful with my podcast. For those who have sponsored a podcast, oh, my heart just goes out to you. And to you, my friend, who always need to hear this, your life, your calling, your pulse matters. Bye. Bye.